Welcome to the 25th episode of the NL Feast podcast. <laughs> my name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the Spotify to my Apple Music, Brandon Gross. That means we're rivals, right? That means uh, we, we don't like each other. We're competitive. We're, uh, we're trying to market to the same group of people, which are young, urban, hip folks. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. I was like, Brandon's going to like this one. It's a compliment because Spotify is <laughs> superior to Apple Music. And Brandon's like, no, we hate each other. Well, <laughs> I'm glad I, I am glad that I'm Spotify, um, you know, because, hey, yes. listen, we're both uh, paying artists like 10 cents uh, per 1,000 listens. So, baby, That's exactly- we're evil corporate <laughs> goons. I can't. I mean, Brandon. If I think of us, I immediately think of strong-armed capitalists, baby. <laughs> we we see profit, and we are coming for blood. Okay, that's something that we do. Um, all right. So when we're open up the pod, Brandon, I gotta I gotta be honest. I got the Marlins game on the side screen right now. This is Monday. It's, we're recording Monday evening. Yes, Monday, September thirteenth, nine o two p.m. And we are in the middle of something that will not be addressed, but we're eight outs away from it. We're eight outs away from it. Um, maybe something magical is happening in Miami tonight, Brandon. Sorry, in in uh, Washington D.C. tonight. Um, but I'm not going to speak on. It. Actually, you know what? I don't. I, I'm coming. To, I'm going to come in hot and say it's a no hitter. No, we're looking for Sandy's no hitter. I don't believe in this superstitious. Don't talk about it, and it won't happen. Bullshit, Brandon. I'm saying that there's no hitter alert. If it says it on MLB TV, I can say it on the pod. Um, and now, so if I seem a little distracted, or if we start addressing something as it's happening, that's that's what's going on. Yeah, so it's not a perfect game because, as we learned, Jazz Chisholm had a fielding error. Unfortunately, at second base, we didn't see that fielding error. But uh, no, unfortunate. Uh, with that being said, if it's a no-hitter, hey, it's a no-hitter. Sandy's had a great year. Nationals are struggling offensively. Would love to see a no-hitter. Our first no-hitter in N- NL East uh, 2021, right? No other NL East team has had a like no-hitter, Nola right? Nola or Wheeler did it. Did Nola or, Nola or Wheeler do it? Mm, Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, Wheeler had uh, a couple fantastic games. And then Complete they had games? Then Pablo and Nola had the 10 strikeout. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't think oh, they did. Okay, I no, think now we I seem think... uneducated. Okay, well, I said, I said, <laughs> what? No, is it done? I said no hitter, and then within about, I could, I could turn that off now. Within about thirty seconds after I called it, yeah, uh, Josh Bell like slams one off the right field wall. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't have to worry about being distracted anymore, Brandon. That's good. Oh, you curse them. Oh, this is on me. I admit, this is on me. Uh, for any new listeners to the podcast, I am a diehard Marlins fan, and Brandon is a diehard Mets fan, which is why we come up with the national league east podcast but uh i yeah i did myself in i'm gonna i'll be the first to admit i came out strong i came out strong confident and, and stern and confident uh it's still a great hey listen this is still a great start for sandy we'll take it he's been our ace for the year uh and we will continue to i was gonna say allow him to be our ace oh we'll allow <laughs> him to be our ace um but anyways brandon you know what i'm gonna ask you i ask you this every podcast how have you been what's going on how's your week been buddy uh, it's been busy. It's been very busy this past week. Um, been wrapping up uh, post production on my pilot because I live in Whoa, Hollywood. So, okay, uh, cool guy. Yeah, so uh, been working on that. Um, some you know uh, dramatic working with VFX artists and like trying to 
slide in shots, blah, blah, blah. It's Hollywood jargon. Our listeners don't need to hear that. I'm a coastal elite. <laughs> Are you um, doing some color correction, Brandon? Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I was, uh, my partner and I were, were with, uh, with, uh, uh I'm not going to name him, but he does color correction. And we were at, I never like naming people. And, um, and we were at his place at like 2 a.m., um, uh, just watching, watching the pilot and doing color correction. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm working so hard. Even on like a Thursday last week, I had to go to his oh. place at like midnight because he was going to Mexico. And he's like, "Hey, don't oh you need God. this drive back?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know how this works." <laughs> and I and I talked to my partner who also doesn't know how it works, but he knows a little more than me. And I was like, "Hey, do we need that drive back that has our footage?" And he's like, "Don't think so." So I mess I met him. I was like, "No, I'll get it when you get back from Mexico." And he's like, "But why? Don't this is the file you need?" And I was like, "You're right." So I went to his place at 2 a.m. on a Thursday, and oh, I got the footage. Cool. But it's in the can. Might have some small changes, but it's in the can. I'll send it your way. You can watch please, it. But, um, please, I can't believe you're throwing it in the trash can right away, yeah. Brandon. Was it going that badly? <laughs> hey, 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 okay. It's a Hollywood joke. Uh, but I, I'm doing well aside from that. Aside from my pompous Hollywood pilot, uh, doing well. You know, work sucks. I know. But aside Whoa, from that, okay, icon. Aside <laughs> nice from that, drop. Um, Brandon. I am proud of you for one for the podcast or the, the pod, for, I'm proud of you for the podcast this pilot <laughs> whatever um, but uh, I also think it's funny that you're like I won't name anybody on the podcast so when the, whenever you refer to like the starting uh, the starting ace for the Mets he who must not be named <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds like I can't even do it I can't do a sounds like because then you'll it, know so I'm it I, sounds like hey listen it like bake of the bomb. <laughs> No, my ears. <laughs> if uh, listen, if I was if I was in the mob, they would like me. You know, it's like hey, good fellows go never rat on your friends, and I would. Hey, that's my guy. That's my guy right there. You never rat on me. I uh, I almost am done with the Sopranos. Brandon and I have I think four or five episodes left. We're in the a very clear downfall right now. I won't say anything else, but a lot. It doesn't not not a lot going anybody's way. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you uh, excited for the many saints of New York? The the prequel? Yes, the Saints of Newark. Yes, yeah. Um, I am oh, yeah. very New- excited. It's Newark. You're right, not New York. I listen. I just did that classic uh, passive aggressive thing where somebody just repeats what you said, but correctly, so that you get the idea. You have, if, if I ever mispronounce anything, someone's like, "Yes, this is how I properly say it," but I'm going to address it now. So yeah. <laughs> See that I didn't take offense to because it was just a mistake. It wasn't like I pronounced something incorrectly. You know what I mean? Ah, I thought I it was you. New York, but I was like, "Oh no, you're right. It is Newark." So yes. That that was on me, but if you were like, if you did it with an accent on it, then I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> wait, like what, Brandon? Wait, like what? Okay, Newark with an accent would be uh, Newark. Newark. <laughs> Newark. <laughs> I love when, when I pimp you out to do accents, a very dangerous thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You just make an accent up from a land that I've never heard of before as opposed to offending <laughs> <Newark>. anybody. <laughs> Newark. Um, yeah, Brandon, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, How are you doing? How good? am I doing? Yeah. yeah, I'm doing. I ruined my curry today. I, I told you about that before before we started recording. I um, got the ratios wrong, and my curry paste to water ratio was uh, a fifth of what it should be. And I pretty much like doused my rice in curry scented water <laughs> instead of eating it properly. So, As we know, all do once in a while. <laughs> I famously, I, I'm a, I, I don't easily get frustrated. The things that I get frustrated by are technology. If technology isn't working, I just immediately fly off the handle. Um, 
and if I if I mess up food, <laughs> so I, I rely on food for happiness so much that when something goes poorly with it or it doesn't go my way, I get very grumpy about it. So I, I'm coming off a, a little bit of a grumpy episode, um, and I think I'm doing good. I think I'm holding it together pretty well. I'm trying to think what your nightmare would be. I guess it would be like that game Overcooked. Have you played that game? Ooh, dude. Okay. It's so funny you bring that up because uh, me and I'll name names and my lovely girlfriend, Miranda, mm-hmm. I've been desperately trying to find a video game that we could play together. And this is about 95% Sam interest and 5% Miranda's interest. And so I'm like downloading games and being like, let's try this one. And I have Overcooked 1 and 2 on my PlayStation 5 ready to play it with her. And then I just we just haven't got around to it in like the last two or three months. So that's my you know, relationship with Overcooked. The weird thing about that game is... Is and and if you don't know, you're basically like l- these little like uh, emoji people, and you're cooking food very rapidly, right? And yes, you have to like yes, in chop, tandem with chop partner, chop video game steaks and cook it <laughs> and uh, and eat it, and I don't know what else. And you're also hopping and you're trying not to fall in the water. Basic, basic pitch for it. Basic, but hey, listen, that's elevator pitch. Another Hollywood elite term. Ooh, what is a Hollywood elite podcast? <laughs> yeah. uh, Baseball, what? And basically, it's so bright and moves so quickly that your eyes, especially if you wear contacts, will, like, dry out of your skull. I don't know if you've Ugh. experienced this when you play it. No. No, I haven't. But anyway. I'm familiar with this game type. So I'm, like, very interested in playing it. Also, if there were betting odds on this podcast, Brandon, to who, which one of us is going to talk about in depth about a video game, I don't <laughs> think. I, yeah, I think it's, like, minus 800 Sam. <laughs> There's no way anybody was, like, That's, You're totally right. And it's only yeah. Overcooked. That's the only game I can talk about. So if, if you – listeners, if you've gotten to know us over these 25 episodes and you're taking bets, which is possible because we have a, a mm-hmm. strong betting community that follows us. Of course. If you were taking bets, congratulations. You just won a lot of money. <laughs> On uh, who's going to talk about video games on the podcast? Yes, uh, go collect your money earnings from Uncle Nino. I think he'll be uh, mm-hmm. he'll be ready to hand out some money. Um, yeah, Brandon, football's back too. That's been a thing. I got a I've got a football related sixty second story later in the pod. That's a little bit of a tease out there for you for your listeners. So uh, I got I got a little bit interesting of a, of a football sixty second story. Spent a lot of time on Sunday. Miranda and I had a COVID scare in our uh, in our. Oh friend no! Group. Yeah, so. The wife of one of my best friends, and also she's a good friend of mine. Um, this time I'm not going to use names. Uh, she is a, a physician's assistant. So she got vaccinated in like January or December. And so she's due for a booster shot. And she's somewhere either, God knows where, um, contracted COVID. And then was like, didn't have, tested negative, tested negative twice on rapid test twice. I God, I, but it's so early for me to be butchering sentences this poorly. Um, and hung out on Thursday night football with uh, my good friend and her husband and then obviously indoors no masks on um, obviously <laughs> and uh, and then yeah on Friday she wakes up and she's like I can't taste or smell anything mm. <laughs> and took a PCR test and tested positive for COVID so we had a little bit of a COVID scare so we avoided any social contact this weekend so Miranda and I plopped down on the in front of the TV and watched the Jags and the Dolphins um, and it was a pretty it was a pretty great time crushed a burrito I got some Peppa's uh, jerk chicken that was phenomenal it's my favorite restaurant in I like how you're like you know what I'm going to try to get all the food that I would know if I couldn't taste it <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm like yeah. <laughs> I'll take spicy and spicy for dinner yes thank mm-hmm. you that's the two things that I'll have um, but yeah it was a good Sunday did you watch any football in the last no, week not a minute not, not a minute not a second it. not gonna do it Never, you'll never convert. No, I'm not going to convert. I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'll watch. You know, it's funny. My dad has a vendetta against the Bills. Interesting. Um, so uh, he'll he'll watch uh, games against the Bills and hope that they lose. <laughs> so you know, I, I rules. 
So I will, um, uh, you know, if I'm with him, I'll, I'll probably watch uh, watch some anti-Bills games. But aside from that, not going to do it. Not going to watch any any NFL games. Maybe I'll, I'll peep some college football games. But not interested. Baseball till I die, baby. But we had some good baseball this week. We did. Yes, we did. Way to reel it in a little bit. Hold on. I'm not done. One more thing before I, before I bring <laughs> us down to what we actually need to talk about is that the Bills, he would be happy because the Bills lost this I week know to they the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And he should hopefully be happy next week when the Bills come into Miami and get their ass kicked by our Dolphins, Brandon. Love to hear. You know, maybe maybe I'll watch that for support for you yes. and anti-support for the Buffalo Bills on my dad's behalf. I love it. All right, Brandon. I'll, I'll do what you want to do. We'll get into the rundown. Uh, Brandon, today's episode is going to consist of many things. It'll consist of talking about the Braves beating the Nationals and Marlins like they should be doing if they want to keep control of the division. We'll talk about the Phillies on quite the series losing streak, 60-second stories, feast or famine, upcoming series, and feature future fans, Brandon. But before we get into any of that, it, I don't think a week goes by where something with the New York <laughs> Mets doesn't happen, Brandon. So why don't you give the listeners who may not be familiar with a little bit of a, a recap as to what happened this last All week? All I have to say is this is not my doing. I don't choose that we have to talk about the Mets at the start of every podcast, okay? <laughs> I would prefer if we didn't. I'd prefer if something happened with the Phillies. If, uh, if you know, the Braves, I mean, the Braves do have exciting things happening, but I prefer if the Braves had some drama. But nope, day in. Day out, week in, week out, the Mets are going to stir up some controversy. You know, maybe it's that New York media, you know, got to blame the media. Could be. You know, could be the media. media. (laughs) But uh, had to throw it in there. But um, uh, (laughs) the fake news media. Okay. I'm not going to keep doing it. Get it out of your Um, system. Get it out of your system. (laughs) Not going to keep doing it. But but yeah, so there was more drama in Metsline. Although, you know what? It was not... I, nothing bad on the Mets part, I would say. In my opinion, no, nothing nothing bad whatsoever. So the Mets played a fantastic series. I don't know if you saw against uh, the struggling New York Yankees. Yes, at who are City fighting Field. for an AL wild card position right now. They're, yes. they're more in it than the Mets are, but neither are in it currently, technically, right now. Currently, technically, yeah. Uh, the Yankees, I think they, they, uh, they won 13 in a row out of the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. I believe that's right. Or I guess since the beginning of August and then they lost, uh, they lost, uh, they only won two of 13, I believe it was prior to the Mets series. I believe that was the stat on them. So yeah, Yankees struggling Mets, you know, playing every other game. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen each game. If are they going to score 10 runs? Is the bullpen going to implode? Who fricking knows with this team at this point, they're always a surprise. Anyway, so the drama was Mets win the first game, ten to three. Gary Sanchez yes. makes some boneheaded plays. The Yankees do not look good in that game whatsoever. Uh, Mets Mets uh, young pitcher Teller McGill pitches, uh, I think, six strong innings against the Yankees. Great game for the Mets. Great victory. Saturday's the nine eleven game, which is, by the way, fantastic job by both the Yankees and the Mets putting on uh, an amazing tribute. Um, Bobby Valentine and Joe Torre, the the Mets and Yankees managers at the time of nine eleven, uh, throughout the first pitch. Just really lovely. A lot of the 2001 Mets were there, standing with them, um, with uh, first responders from New York. Sold out crowd. I think the Mets' first sold out crowd uh, since 2019. Um, wow! Overall, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. I always forget COVID happened. That's true, but you'd think they would have had one at some point this year, maybe yes, opening day or something. Agree. But I guess COVID was still uh, COVID was still uh, very much a thing then. But uh, 
It is now too. It's not. It's not done. Anyway, <laughs> really anyway, getting political on the podcast. Getting, doing Trump. We're doing COVID. We're doing yeah, a lot everything. of mixed so. signals here, Brandon. A lot of, we, can't, we can't tell where you lie politically. Um, but some real drama happened. I'm trying to push you towards the real drama. Also, James McCann. Uh, speaking of 9/11 game. Speaking of 9/11 game. James McCann did his best impression of Mike Piazza hitting that three-run home run. Catcher going yard, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Mets lost right after that. So <laughs> it wasn't quite that. I knew they were going to try to push that story, but yeah. it's like also James McCann and Mike Piazza cannot compare them. The only two things I don't that have in common a lot are of similarities. <laughs> white and catcher. Um, <laughs> for the Mets, three things. Anyway, Sunday was the drama, though, but it was stemmed from Saturday. Do you know stem from Saturday? I heard about so the, the beginning. The, whole... the beginning of the game, Taiwan Walker was getting wrecked by the Yankees. I think uh, Judge hit a bomb off him. I think Urshela did on Saturday. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but but yeah, he was just getting wrecked. And then Jonathan VR, Marlins legend Jonathan VR, yes, uh, who's legend. playing third base on Saturday, comes up to to Taiwan Walker and he goes, he's like, "Hey, man, I." I don't know. I think there's a whistle. I think like they, they know like your pitches. I don't know if you're tipping pitches or they just know what's coming. So they whistle it. And that's when they hit bombs. And there's been a few weird. Rec- there's been a few uh, recordings of uh, you can hear whistles. And I know John boy is going to do a great breakdown of this. I don't think it's released yet as as we record this on Monday evening. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But you can kind of hear you can hear some whistles. Uh, and you know, nothing was really said of it. You, uh, we thought on Saturday that VR was just like, Hey, you're tipping your pitches and, yeah. uh, uh, Walker adjusted. And then he pitched pretty well the rest of, of the game cut to Sunday, Sunday, um, Stanton hits a, no, was it Stanton? Who was it? Now, I think it went Lindor, it. Stanton, Lindor. Lindor right? Okay. Yeah. So Lindor, uh, hits a, a, uh, a game tying home run against the Yankees. And as he rounds second base, he looks at Gio Urshela, who's playing third Short, base. Third base. Shortstop. Yes. Yeah. No, because I think Glaber was playing shortstop. No. Yeah. Anyway, we're he, not an AL East podcast. <laughs> not okay? an AL East podcast. Okay? <laughs> I was just looking at the Mets. I wasn't even staring at the Yankees at all. <laughs> anyway, Lindor uh, gestures towards Urshela, which is odd because he's actually friends with him. They're buddies from the Cleveland yes. days, and yeah. he and he puts his gl- glove hand in his mouth and like looks like he's doing that whistle thing that like people mm-hmm. in stadiums do when they can whistle yeah. really well. The dad whistle, right? The, the dad the two whistle. fingers in the mouth. Ma- yeah, and it's just and like a it's jarring whistle. Yeah, and he's sort of barking at him, whatever. And like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Mets end up uh, leading six uh, four. Brad hands and gives up a two run homer. To, to Stanton and Stanton as he rounds second base starts barking at at uh, at Lindor, Lindor. saying yeah. basically basically shut your mouth shut your mouth it was something like that I think that was the I'm something paraphrasing to something to yeah. that effect benches cleared no punches were thrown Brett Gardner gives a thumbs down towards Baez and Lindor which is funny <laughs> that's objectively which funny. is funny especially coming from, coming from that weird bald man. Um, and yeah, so bench is clear. And then, uh, you know, Mets win that game on a, a dramatic Lindor home run in the eighth. Diaz somehow pulls out a save against the Yankees. But after the game, uh, was interesting because basically the story is that Wandy Peralta, who was, uh, who pitched, uh, in relief during that game, apparently he likes to whistle just for fun, just to liven yeah. up the dugout, supposedly. Supposedly, yes. Uh, yeah, I think in in light of all of the the Astros nonsense, that we're gonna take any sort of like we like to make this loud noise randomly with a little grain of salt. Exactly. So 
but it cut to a lot of the home runs, especially the Walker ones on Saturday. You hear the whistle. And not only that, today yes. Aaron Judge hit a three-run tying home run against the Twins in the Bronx, and you can hear a whistle before. Oh, man. So, really? I missed yes. that. Yes. Yep. That was a video uh, posted today. So... I don't know. It, is it cheating though? Or if they're not using, if they if they are able to pick up pitches mm-hmm. and they're whistling, is that cheating? Obviously, we don't know. There could be a, a, a you know a technical element to it. There could be some camera element. We don't know. That's pure yes. speculation. Absolutely yes. no fact to that right now. Um, but is that cheating if they're just doing the whistle and they're and they're able to pick up on on what pitch is coming? I think that I think there's two different questions here. I think there's the question of do I think it's cheating? And does baseball think it's cheating? Because baseball, so long as there's no like foreign instruments or technology being used to like gather the signals, would say it's not cheating. I think that if there's not a guy on second that's reading the signals and then passing the information on, because like that's the other thing is what is the what is the dugout? How is the dugout seeing? Like because tip pitches is normally the pitcher is tipping the pitch to whoever's at bat. And if there's not a guy on second, even when they're like, and then that's why they always change the change the calls up. They make it like much more complicated. Um, if there's no guy on second and they're still whistling, that indicates to me some some kind of foul play. Uh, also, the thing is that when the Astros got caught cheating, one of the, like the underlying stories was it's the Astros that got caught, but there are a lot of teams that are doing something like this. It was kind of like Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer, uh, not a name I want to say on this podcast with regularity, but getting getting the brunt of the of the sticky stuff issue. Like they very clearly like tens, if not hundreds of pitchers using sticky stuff. But the two faces of it were so like I think this Astros thing, the Astros got caught doing something that other people were doing. Do I think it if the Yankees were uh, cheating just not only with the way that they responded to the Astros, specifically Judge and Altuve, uh, because of the the MVP race uh, a few years back, um, but also just like they just got caught. What are you doing? You can't be stealing pitches like so soon. So uh, I hope I answered your question there. I feel like I bounced around a little bit, but um, yeah, I think it's I I think it's cheating. I think that that this is at least an indication that there there's some sort of cheating going on. I mean, does. But the way MLB has acted this past year, especially with the sticky stuff that you yes. brought up, I'd imagine they would open an investigation against this. Because if you remember, there was also, there yeah. were rumors or paranoia between the Red Sox and the Yankees that they were cheating. Right? Yes. And in was, the past playoffs, including, uh, including the Yankees and the Astros in the season that the Astros were cheating. Yeah, I think there was there was buzzer rumors with the Red Sox, right? Mm-hmm. It was before the Astros got buzzer rumors. I think it was like the Red Sox are using. And also, wasn't there... A Red Sox team man. Somebody went into the dugout. Was it of the, of Cleveland? And they were like, "What are you doing here?" Yes. And he got caught and reprimanded by baseball because he was like running around their dugout, like tampering with their with God knows what, <laughs> just running what, around shirtless what. in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> he was like an oiled up man running around, sliding through everything. Um, so I do think, yeah, I do think there's some indication that some a lot of other teams had been cheating in the past. And do I think the Yankees are doing it? Again, that's a really ballsy move. Like, wh- they just got caught, man. <laughs> Don't, it's like trying to steal a cookie after somebody else just got caught stealing a cookie. And that is an A-plus analogy. Don't even don't even uh, <laughs> try to question it. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's possible that maybe it's just a weird habit that Wandy Peralta has. But yes. 
With that being said, like, he's doing it right before the pitch is thrown every time, and there's, like, three different <laughs> videos weird of that happening. Kind of weird timing. I mean, uh, you know, Louis Rojas, the Mets manager, he was like, you know, there's a lot of noises. The game was packed. Like, this whole series was packed. So it's like, but the timing of it, and also all well, of them being like, Wandy Peralta, throw the relief pitcher under the bus. <laughs> throw the veteran <laughs> relief pitcher under the bus. Yeah, this guy's, yeah, this guy's almost done. Let's get him out of here. We'll, we'll be fine. Um, also, weird excuse there uh, from Rojas. <laughs> like, I feel like you can tell somebody's lying based on what excuse they use, and him being like, "There's a lot of noises." I don't know, as opposed well, to like, "We we didn't do it." I don't know what you want me to tell you. In his defense, I would say that he's probably like, "We've had so much drama this year. Let's not accuse the Yankees of anything. Let's just play yes. out the season and be quiet." Yes. <laughs> I think that's probably and even and agree. even um uh Louis, or uh, even Lindor was like, "I know what I heard." So the Mets did hear it, or yeah, VR yeah. was maybe the one to blow the whistle <laughs> um, yeah. that, that he heard it. <laughs> Don't give me that fake laugh. I'm more thinking that I mixed up Boone and uh, Rojas and accused Rojas of cheating oh, when yeah, I meant yeah, yeah. Boone. Yeah, but you know yes. what I meant. I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, Lindor was even like, I know what I heard, but he, like they're not in a place to accuse the Yankees of that. Now, you know, if the Yankees get into the playoffs... Uh, I think I don't think they will, but if they do get into the playoffs, I feel like there's going to be a keen ear or keen eye on I anything would, going on in uh, in Yankee Land. In the I would dugout. say somebody call Bo Burnham up and ask him to change all eyes on me to all ears on me and play yep. it in the Yankee Stadium. Hire yeah, Bo Burnham, Major League Baseball, make him a freelancer. <laughs> Come on, he would love to work for a major corporation like Major League Baseball. Um, also, just so on brand of our podcast for me to go into a day's getting like social anxiety about man, I really messed up saying a very basic baseball fact in the middle of a baseball conversation, uh, getting glazed over. So sorry about that, my friend. Hey, it's okay. We didn't know who was playing shortstop or third base for the Yankees game that happened last night. <laughs> I, we I prepared. Yeah, this is why. This is where I draw the line. And again, this is the first week of football. I'll find a better balance between watching baseball and football. But did I watch eight hours of football on Sunday? Who's to say? Okay. That's your alarm now. <laughs> uh, no, I want uh, the care. Uh, my, my, under, my, oh my God. My alarm is the Carrie Underwood song. Waiting all day for a Sunday night. <laughs> Are you familiar with that one? Is, did she replace uh, Hank Williams? Are you ready for some football? When Hank um, Williams did something, I think so. Bad. They also might have changed it. I don't know, but I just remember the waiting all day for a Sunday night. It's a pretty good lyric, honestly, Brandon. But you know the you Hank, haven't... you know the Hank Williams one, though. Yes, of course. yes, 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 yes. Of course, Brandon. Of course, Brandon. I mean, please. <laughs> Hank Williams, please. I uh, the, Carrie Underwood, famous anti-vaxxer. Speaking of anti-vaxxing, did yeah. you see the Nicki Minaj tweet today? <laughs> Did you see the Nicki Minaj tweet today? I did not see the Nicki Minaj tweet today on the baseball podcast. Yeah, what okay, is it? Okay, hold on. All right, Brandon. Listen, I know we're shooting for an hour here, but we've, we've done it. I'm exhausted. We talked about baseball for 15 minutes. Um, okay, this is from her verified account with two, two point whatever million people. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision and not getting bullied. <laughs> ah, nothing sounds like a healthy relationship <laughs> more than your balls getting swollen and I'm calling off the wedding. Also, uh, I think you might have just had an STD, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Think the vaccine and he, he got an STD from cheating on... <laughs> Yes, cheating it was on like, his the vaccine, babe. I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, what's say. the one thing that that people are talking about making people sick? Um, I know, dude. Also, just like the the I heard it from a friend or my brother's friend told me. Like, never trust that source. Whenever you hear that phrase, never trust that source. 
In the but words yeah. of uh, Ario Speedwagon, oh, heard, it <laughs> heard it from a friend. Heard it from a friend, too. Listen, the you bingo... know that song you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I have no idea what you're talking okay. about. Okay. I know one Ario Speedwagon song. Come on, Brandon. And it's... Come on. Her, uh, and it's... it's... Uh, God, you're putting me on the spot now. Now I don't. It's what is it? Let's hear. Losing it. my religion. Come on. No, that's Wait, REM. That's R-E-M. <laughs> oh my God, that's REM. Well, that's listen, your Brandon. most embarrassing mess up. On this <laughs> no, one. I did something worse last week. Besides the blowing the goat incident of episode <laughs> twenty-two. Don't forget that one. Um, one embarrassment the... a day keeps the doctor away, baby. Listen, I am never going to die. Then <laughs> I will never die if that's the case. Uh, all right, Brandon. Moving on. Let's talk some Braves. I feel like this is the beginning of the last four episodes. Have been like, let's talk about whatever bullshit the Mets found themselves in, and then let's address the only good copy team of the paste. division. <laughs> copy paste. <laughs> but uh, these rundowns are getting easier and easier, Brandon. They write themselves. <laughs> um, the Braves have the Braves won two series this week, and I and a big conversation piece for us last week was like. If these teams want to go to the playoffs, they've been gifted free victories in the division, and they've been gifted free victories based on the remaining schedule. And who takes advantage of that and who doesn't take advantage of that, something we may touch on in a minute, um, will determine who who goes to the playoffs. And the Braves did their job, man. The Braves did their job. They won a series this week against the Nationals. They won the series this week against the Marlins. And their their stars, specifically their infield, continue to do what they need to do. I think... I just don't know what more to say about the Braves. It feels like we're saying the same thing, and we might be saying a little bit more later in the week, Brandon. A little little teaser for a potential uh, bonus episode, but um, but uh, you you just find yourself talking about the same thing. It's like, all right, Freddie did well, Albies did well, Austin Riley is like almost three hitting three hundred on the year. Like, what what else do you say about this team, man? Yeah, I mean, and not only that, like also great defense. You forget that Austin Riley's yes. come in come into the season come into his own at third base and also Dansby Swanson, a fantastic shortstop that is not spoken about enough. Not at all. Blansby Blontzman, a, a friend of the pod. <laughs> By friend, a I friend mean of somebody the that's brought up a lot on the podcast. Bartlesby Blixby. Blimsby Blansby. Hartsley Kingsley. When I get too into this, I also, like, uh, I change your name, too. I'm like, Clonsby Flonson Flandon. <laughs> Flinglesby Farbsby Ham. <laughs> Your ham. Also, <laughs> um, I also think it's kind of weird because you normally assume that when Max Fried is on, that the Braves are on. But Max Fried had a bad game against, I mean, bad game, six innings, three earned runs. Um, but, like, I believe the game that they lost was the game that Max Fried pitched in the in the Marlins series, which is just like, you don't expect that, man. You just don't expect that. Do you think, are the Braves, because Freed's had not his best year this year. He still had solid overall year, but he's not had his best year this year. Very true. Very true. If you're the Braves, are you concerned with your rotation stacking up against the Milwaukee Brewers, which is who you would face in the division series, which is something we've spoken about before. The Brewers top three, fantastic. The Braves yes. top three, good. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned, though, with the, with uh, facing the Brewers? First things first, the Marlins hit $20 million man Charlie Morton for the victory, not Max Fried. But okay. uh, to also directly answer your question, yes, I'm petrified. The, Bre- the Brewers have, like, notoriously the maybe the best rotation in baseball. Um, Corbin Burns. And Woodruff, bullpen. And bullpen. Like, those are not dudes you want to face in a playoff game at all, especially if you don't have home field advantage. And, like... You gotta, yeah, you gotta be worried if you're the Braves fan. Like you don't, that is not who you want to be going up against. Um, but also, I don't think they really have a choice. Is that that's the writing on the wall, pretty much, right? 
Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah. that's it. Yeah. The Brewers right now have the largest lead of any NL uh, team with 14 games up. Wow. They've been on an absolute tear. And what did I text? Do you remember what I texted you earlier this week? Or maybe no, it was what last did you, week? I don't know. Brandon, I, said, I get, I I get you, so I, many texts. <laughs> I'm so popular. I'm so popular, Brandon. Uh, well, uh, I said, what's, what are the odds of the Brewers going to the World Series? And I said, should I make my oh, first right. bet? Should yes, I make my Brandon, first bet? I got bet? so excited about this. <laughs> How can I forget? Hold on. Okay. I'm going through our texts. Lots of texts. Brandon and I, God, we're such good friends. Um, just a lot of selfies that, we send to each other. Yeah. It's just an outfit of the day. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth. Um, Marlon's yeah. t-shirt. I'm like, good job, Sam. <laughs> Brewers to win the World Series plus 1,000. So I don't know if either of us have this expendable uh, 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 income, but like mm-hmm. $100 wins you 1,000 bucks in that with those odds. And like... Don't hate that. The only thing that you're worried about if you're like betting World Series winner, which is what I was looking at, not just like um, National League champ, is that they, and even this, I mean, even I guess the National League champ is something to be worried about, is the Dodgers. How do you get past that buzzsaw of a team? Like you just. What about the Giants? It seems chalky. I, yeah, I know. I don't <laughs> just wanna, no one, for no reason, one. I know. I'm one of those people. Insert the Rodney Dangerfield, I don't get no respect. Because the <laughs> Giants. Just, the Giants are winning every series. The Dodgers, the Dodgers have ninety-one wins right now. I think ninety-one. I, I think. think I know they're they're leading the wild card. Isn't that insane? Insane that they have to have a one-game death series against uh, whoever. <laughs> but I mean, then you have what? You have Scherzer go out there. That's not. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, probably. Right. But it's like still anything can happen. You know what I mean? Anything I know, can happen in a one-game. I don't know what I expected. I googled. Uh, 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 National League playoff schedule, and it just says TBD for like eight teams. It just says October six TBD. It's like, what did I expect? <laughs> You're like, who's playing in the playoffs? I can't believe they don't have just like a as of right now. Wow. Yeah. All right. When do you think the playoffs start? Much later than I thought. <laughs> this is the scheduling podcast. Actually, this isn't much later than I thought. We've looked at the end of the division so many times. How did I not think think of this? But it's October fifth. But also, it's September 13th right now. God, where is this year going, Brandon? Oh, my God. So in like three weeks. Sam's having a, a panic attack on the podcast. Our first <laughs> panic attack on the 30 podcast. 30 in eight months. <laughs> no. No. Um, what are we going to do for my birthday, Brandon? Because uh, my 30th <laughs> birthday is going to be on the I'm like, listen, we have to do a tight show. Where we're going to have a bonus episode this week under an hour. Brandon, what should we do for my birthday this what, year on the podcast? What should we plan for Sam's birthday this year? A uh, bash? I, we should plan a bash for your thirtieth birthday. I think we should we should book a a second tier pop punk band that's on. <laughs> Whoa, okay. So Ooh. one one that's struggling, like the one that would yeah. need the money right now. Yeah, Hawthorne the Marlins of the Marlins. Yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> I just I was about to curse myself and say the Marlins of pop punk, but it's got to be somebody with some sort of baseball connection, even if it is just. Not a mm-hmm. non-NL East team. I feel like that would be too hard. You know who I want on, Brandon, so we can who? call him friend of the pod. Jake Tapper. Big Phillies fan. Bring on Jake got, Tapper. Dude, we should get Jake Tapper. I feel like he's busy, but we should reach out to him and be like, hey, we do, not a, busy. we do an obscure NL East podcast. Can you want to come on and talk Phillies? Yes. Nothing will go wrong. Don't listen to any of the past episodes. We've never said anything weird before. There's um, zero chance I can j- just DM Jake Tapper because I bet if he had DMs, half it would just be like, Baby killer. Yeah, right? Not to get political again, but... Oh, my God. Go do your Trump impression one more time, Brandon. Jake Tapper's DMs are closed. Jake Tapper's a liar. Jake (laughs) Tapper. You should message Jake Tapper. Maybe Jake Tapper would... would Tell him he's a baby killer. They're all (laughs) baby killers. 
that was that that started started mediocre and and ended good. So I I'll yeah, I had to get I had to like get get into it. A it's little been bit, a while, Brandon. You. It's been it's a while been a while. I don't, I don't I don't I don't uh, you know. I'm on to other impressions now. Yeah, you're doing exclusively Joe Biden impressions. Oh, God, I could not do that. <laughs> um, Sleepy Joe. Anyways. Uh, all right, Brandon. Let's just we move sound on. like a Republican podcast this week. I I'm know. Yeah. Lie. yeah, we've talked about labor rights on here, but now we're doing Trump impressions and making fun yeah. of Joe Biden. So. Um, uh, and made an anti. Well, no, we made fun of Nicki Minaj for being anti-vax, buddy. So that's our true. Po- our politics. We are, love cent- Nicki Minaj, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're centrist, Brandon. We've been centrist this whole time. <laughs> We've been centrist. Uh, <laughs> Diane Feinstein needs another four years. Um, yes, one more. <laughs> four more. I years. guess there'd be two years, right? Senators are two years. Yes. So what am I? Yeah, talking I believe about? that to be true. But also four more years of Diane Feinstein. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't talking about that enough. We're a pro Feinstein podcast. Listen, we go. We we're not a political podcast. All we have, all we think is that Feinstein should be reelected. Sue us. I think um, this is the podcast we should send to Jake Tapper when we try to get him on. Yeah, Jake, we're we're we we do baseball and politics. This isn't like a eighty percent bullshit, twenty percent baseball podcast. Absolutely um, not. All right, Brandon, I'm going to do. Instead of because I feel like I touched on my famine already, we're, ta- we're a little bit of uh, inside baseball. Oh, I got a cat screaming at me too. A little inside baseball, Brandon. We're gonna skip the third bullet point. I'll do that as my famine, and then we can hopefully keep this under an hour. What do you think? Let's do it. So, Brandon, you know what that means? Time what? for time for sixty second stories. <laughs> um, if you're new to the podcast and you're a big dumb moron who doesn't understand the concept of a basic title like this, 60 second stories is where I will tell and Brandon will tell a 60 second story. And if it goes over a minute, timer goes off and there is some sort of punishment. Uh, but not really. We're just going to kind of let us finish the story and see how it goes. Brandon, do you have a story that you're ready to tell us? I just thought of one. So, yeah, I'm ready. Hell yeah. OK, uh, you start the story. I'll start the timer. I'll also start letting my cat out of the room. So she stops screaming at me. Are you ready? Very Brandon? important. I'm ready. Okay, and away. Can you tell I'm getting my phone out? Mm-hmm. We go. go. So uh, Sam and I obviously talk a lot about music on this podcast, but, uh, you know, an interesting story I had. So I think I've mentioned before that I used to work for a popular radio station in Los Angeles pre-COVID, and I used to do events for them. So when I first started the job, I was shadowing uh, the Top 40 station, and they had the band Brockhampton. Uh, do a show. Do you know Brockhampton? Yes, I do know Brockhampton. Okay, so Brockhampton did a show, and I was shadowing the person who was in charge of events for that radio station that would have such music as Brockhampton on. Okay, so gotcha. we were talking to the manager of Brockhampton. Brockhampton, by the way, uh, just the worst group of people. To gonna be honest, it was they were like two hours late, and like they were just working on their own schedule. Um, you know, ignore they got the canceled. Oh, they got canceled. Good. Well deserved. So um, <laughs> the uh, the manager was this guy. N- you know what? Nope, not going to name him. But I, no, I almost did because I didn't him. like him. Brandon. Name, yeah, you know what? Screw it. His name was Rafiki. So you can wow, probably find okay, the guy. Right. Okay, and, find um, the guy on LinkedIn. <laughs> so we're talking to this guy, and I must have, my resting face must be mean because mm-hmm. he looked okay. at me at one point, and he goes, he says, "Are you, he was like, uh, is there a problem? And I go, what? And he's like, is there a problem? You look like you're, I don't know, you look like you're mad or something. And I'm like, no. He's like, oh, I thought I was about to have to hit you upside the head. 
the manager of Rockhampton. And I was like, nope, just listening to what you're saying because I'm training and this is my third day. <laughs> Please don't assault me. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. That's giving you the indication. You also don't have resting bitch face, Brandon. You just don't. I don't think so either, but I think yeah. I was angry because I was a Brockhampton show and there's a bunch of like white teenagers wearing orange jumpsuits because I guess that's yes. their thing. That's their and, thing, uh, Brandon. And it's just the worst music of all time. Anyway. Brockhampton also has like 14 members, and two of them got canceled, but they were two of the most popular members, I believe. I mean, it sounds so old. This is some boomer shit here, but like, uh, this is what I'm being told by my like 24 year old roommates. <laughs> so that Brockhampton, someone got canceled in the group, but it was like the because roommate Michael loved loves or loved. I don't know what which one is true, Brockhampton, but um, well, I got bad news from Michael. All right, Rafiki sucks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Michael's devastated. Also, I know you I know you say we like to talk about music on the podcast. Album I've been listening to a lot is Glow On by Turnstile. Have you heard this new record? No, I don't know. I don't know that band either. They were um they're kind of like a weird like mix between shoegaze and like almost like 90s hardcore punk. Well, that's fun. Not like yeah, like not like actual hardcore punk, but like I don't know, almost like the bad religiony hardcore punk of like the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. Um not like actually get stabbed at a show, hardcore punk, but the kind that's just like <laughs> also a little bit accessible. Um, yeah, yeah. And it and it smacks, Brandon. I'll say it smacks, dude. It Highly smacks. recommended. I don't know if okay, it's just, yeah, it might be a little. It might be a little too hard for you, for being honest. I know you're not a big like. Uh, it's not it's not screamo, but it is a little yelly occasionally. So maybe it might be a little too extreme. I'm, I'm okay with a little yelly. You know, I, I can't say that I'm particularly angry right now, but you know, I have moments. So <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's listen to it. I like the idea also of you going to like the kitchen and like your 24 year old roommates are like did you hear brock hampton's canceled <laughs> and you're like and you're like did you hear the new weezer album or whatever <laughs> they're covering van halen now <laughs> this was in my defense i'm pretty sure got canceled when i was still uh in tallahassee so this would have been like 2018 2017 that's when brock hampton got canceled yes or well, like, bad news they weren't that canceled because that show <laughs> that i was at where rafiki threatened me was 2019 <laughs> so yeah not canceled enough to uh, not appear on radio stations gotcha <laughs> oh boy wait till the roommates hear about this brandon tell them about uh, rafiki i like uh-oh. how i'm like i don't want to use anyone's name that i'm just like smearing this man who's in yeah, the music the only, industry only person that has enough clout to actually ruin our podcast is <laughs> the name that we brought up but actually brandon that's not true because i'm about to talk about somebody even uh with more clout than that are you ready oh let's go all right brandon and you know the drill and, and away. away we we go no. all right um i used to work uh I, I was both brandon and i graduated from florida state university and one of my my first waiting job ever i was a i was a in the restaurant industry for like a little over 10 years um but my first waiting position was at the on-campus chilies brandon on-campus chilies um which obviously was like 90% students, 10% faculty, maybe a little bit more faculty than that, but uh, that that was pretty much the ratio. Um, and one of the other waiters, a waitress by the name of, I'm not going to say her name, um, was Rafiki? dating, it was Rafiki, yeah, we'll call her Rafiki <laughs> for the podcast, um, was dating uh, a very, very popular football player uh, at FSU at the time, now NFL superstar, Jalen Ramsey, the best cornerback, oh, yeah. the best cornerback in football and like a top 10 player in the entire sport with all positions in account, like just a phenomenal superstar. And he used to come in all the time because he was dating, uh, I almost said her name, dating Rafiki. Uh, and hold on, my timer's going off. Proof that we actually have a timer. And um, would come in and get free baked potato soup 
I, he loved baked potato soup, and it's the, like one of the things that <laughs> servers could easily access. Like we didn't have to go back to the kitchen. I was like, well, if you never work in the restaurant industry, there's a few of your foods that are being prepared by servers, and it's almost entirely soups and des- any dessert that you're having. Um, and so, so also a little side note: if you're ordering a des- dessert and your server is fucking slammed, that's on you. Your dessert's going to be bad. Um, anyways. I uh, I went up to him once and I was like, oh, I don't I didn't really know a lot about the team that time. And I was a big basketball fan. I was like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, hey, what's up? And I was like Jalen, that's a great name. Like Jalen Rose, a very famous basketball player. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, all right. Nice talking to you. Uh-oh. See you later. And then I never spoke to him again. I got shut down hard by somebody that shuts down people for a living. The cornerback. That's of the Los hilarious. Rams. Yeah, I like yeah. uh I wonder what is his issue with Jalen Rose. He he was like sort of like a contentious basketball player, right? I know he does like broadcasting now, right? Um, he, he had some there's some drama a, on the court, right? He's a f- very very successful broadcaster. He worked uh, with Bill Simmons for a while at mm-hmm. Grantland, uh, and then is now just with ESPN. And was famously the guy that was guarding Kobe during his 81 point game. Oh, what do you think of that? Yeah, that's wow, his, like, that's interesting. I thought there wasn't shame. there some rivalry with him and uh, and Michael Jordan and the Bulls. No, I don't think so. I think Jalen was later than that. I think Jalen was like early, late 90s, early 2000s. Sorry, bud. <laughs> We're a baseball I am trying. What's Patrick Beverly up to? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so did the Bills lose? That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, but pretty good story, though, right, Brandon? I also had one more I'm thinking Reggie Miller. I was thinking Reggie Miller. Oh, yes, yes. That's right. Reggie Miller. Um uh, I also waited tables when I lived in L.A. for a, a Los Angeles Rams player, and he ate two full entrees to himself. <laughs> Shout out to Mark Barron. What, Mark Marin? <laughs> Mark Barron. No, Mark, Mark Marin, famous Mark Los Mark Marin had two steaks? He, was he on got the out of his garage. He was tired of telling it like it is. And he went to the, hey, watch field. the cats. Mark it Marin. Was, Trying new, those, it, new impressions. <laughs> listen, no, we're figuring it out. We're making it work. It was one of those instances, though, where the guy came in. He was like 6'5", 250, fucking huge, and was on crutches. And I was like... Nothing but another man this size is going to put this man in crutches, so he is almost certainly a football player. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then he crushed two, me- crushed two entrees. And then Pretty he crushed crazy. me. He sat on me. And then he's, uh, he was alone, and I, was, I did something shady, which I don't re- recommend doing, but I was like, I'm not going to ask this guy if he plays football. Maybe I should have just done that. But when he gave me his credit card, I Googled his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fine. I think that's Do you that's think that's fine. reasonable? Sometimes I think I would- totally reasonable. Uh, man, I'm this, if I ever get, this is something I could get canceled for. I'm going to write this down just in case I get, I get scared and want to cut this out of the podcast. But All right. Write down when, Rafiki too. <laughs> when I, when I worked, uh, oh my God, I'm accidentally hitting hockey's while I'm recording. Um, when I worked at a, a fancier restaurant and I would get like platinum cards, like those like metal cards, you know, like you could bang them and knock a person out with them. I would look, look them up on LinkedIn sometimes, <laughs> but they would see you. They saw, they would see your, your name. On LinkedIn. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah, you're right. I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> how did you not... But if someone looked at your profile, you saw they looked at your profile, so how did you I not feel put like together? It, there, was like, there was a laptop at the restaurant that I worked at that was used to play music, and I would just look them up on that. i just like Google their name and then clicked on the LinkedIn page. There's no way that they saw me. And if they did, they, they did. saw you. But I'm I wasn't logged you. in. Right? Am I crazy here? Uh, you weren't logged in. Okay. That's okay, because you just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. No, you if you weren't logged in, I'm, I apologize. I, didn't, I assumed you were logged in because if you had a LinkedIn, which I assume you did. I did. I think my LinkedIn still has a picture of me playing uh, playing stand up comedy, doing stand up comedy. Playing so stand up yeah. <laughs> shows how well <laughs> you did it. 
<laughs> so you can imagine that I haven't been on LinkedIn in a long time. Also, great place to connect with fellow comedians, Brandon. LinkedIn, can't recommend it enough. <laughs> Dude, um, there's definitely someone on LinkedIn that's like, comedian. You know what I mean? It definitely oh, says absolutely. that on there. I think we probably know somebody. Are we thinking yes. of the same person? Mm, Rafiki. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Brandon. All right. If we... Uh, if we ever remember to do this bit and we don't, or this segment, and we don't, well, really in comedy mind, and we don't because I realized what happened, Brandon, is that we took it off the rundown once and we just reused the same rundown. So it's never had the famous DeGrama the Week. DeGrama the Week. I think DeGrama the Week. I think it's going to have to be Mr. Francisco Lindor. I can't believe I'm saying this. Wow. Curse him. Curse I mean, him, I, 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 I think that he he's become a Met now and in a positive way. I know I can have a negative connotation, yes, too. Yes, of course, yes. In the sense of hitting three home runs against the Yankees in a very important game, a very big series, a packed crowd. And I hope that Mets fans support him. And I hope he, you know, continues to hit. Because if, if you look, his OPS is actually in line with his career OPS, which I think is about, yeah. like, uh, eight, a little under 850. So... Um, so yeah, so I would say Francisco Lindor, I'm, uh, I'm thankful you're on the Mets and I think that, I think you are going to have a nice career on the Mets and it was very nice to see, well, it's nice to see since you come off, came off the IL, how you've played. Um, I like how I'm doing like a love letter to him. Like I'm addressing him. <laughs> no, Brandon's got a crush. Brandon's I got like a crush. I like his hair. It's blonde. <laughs> Listen, we like his hair, all right? Um, also, good on you, Brandon. We didn't even write that in the rundown. He just did it straight off the noggin like a real professional. Look at us getting there, getting better. The grandma of the week. <laughs> all right, moving right along. Um, Brandon, why don't you do... I'm going to go... No, I'm not. I'm going to go in order here. We're going to do feast or famine, Brandon. Feast is something that we liked this week. Famine is something that we didn't like this week. Brandon, why don't you give me your feast so far? Uh, my feast is... This, uh, this isn't necessarily weak, but this is more... Uh, uh, the last, the second half, really. Bryce Harper, we've talked about him a little bit, but 1.098 OPS, which is on base plus second, plus plus slugging, <laughs> plus, plus second, plus sucking, uh, plus <laughs> slugging uh, for you laymen out there like me. Uh, since June 10th, which is when he came off uh, the IL with a minor injury, so Harper, uh, which is uh, the only time he had a higher OPS, is when he won the MVP for the Nationals. So. Uh, 1.098 OPS. Philly's still looking like a 500 team, but I mean, if there's one person keeping a minute next to to Wheeler, uh, is definitely Bryce Harper and his 1.098 OPS. That's my feast of the week. Bryce Harper statistically is in MVP like contention, and like mm-hmm. he's not being considered with for whatever reason. He's still a plus 500 favorite to Tatis is minus 250. So like, Vegas has no confidence that he's going to win. Um, but it's weird because we've this is like it feels like week six that we talked about how hot Bryce Harper's been, um, mm-hmm. and it, and he's just not for whatever reason it feels like it's very inside baseball now like our baseball Twitter's like not enough people are talking about Bryce Harper and like when that starts to happen and that narrative starts to build that's normally when the MVP candidacy starts to build as well and for whatever reason it just doesn't feel like it's sticking with him this year. I mean it doesn't help that the Phillies have just been another five hundred team really you know so I mean that doesn't help him at all if the Phillies were you know. Uh, held on to the division lead when they had it briefly um, in August, then I bet there would have been more conversations about that. But it'll be interesting that because it's possible that the Padres and Phillies don't make the playoffs. So I was just about to say the Padres are 74 and 68 as a recording this podcast. So like that's a 521 winning percent. Like that's not that much better. Like obviously mm-hmm. it's better than the Phillies, but it's not like astoundingly better. And yeah, just a weird narrative. And I think Tatis is just 
Bryce had that being the hot young kid, and now like it's all about Tatis. I could have come up with a better phrase than that, but yeah, all <laughs> about exciting... being the hot child. <laughs> Stop. No, that's not what I said. Being the exciting new uh, face to the table of b- baseball all stars. How's that, Brian? Is that a little bit more? Uh, that's great. Okay, thank you. Um, so it just feels like it's going to be Tatis, which I don't mind. I had a I had a preseason bet that Tatis was going to win MVP, so feeling pretty pretty good. Pretty, okay, pretty good. My feast of the week, Brandon, is somebody that I have a lot of baseball card financial investment in. Also, somebody that Brandon <laughs> and I saw in Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp mm-hmm. game that we went yeah. to earlier this year, is none other than Mr. Milk Dud himself, Jesus <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs> it's one of the best nicknames. He in doesn't like that nickname, right? Does he know about it? I don't think he knows about it, and I think if he did know about it, he would not like it. There's no way you like being <laughs> called Milk Dud. Um, but he's actually, from a from an average perspective, which is a, which is an antiquated stat, we, we acknowledge that, is not doing great. I think he's at the 280s in the last seven days, but he's hit three homers, and his OPS is 991. Um, and for those of you who don't know, that's on-base plus sucking percentage. So... Uh, <laughs> Very good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And he had a, uh, yeah, he's just been clutch. He's been hitting the hell out of the ball. He's like seemingly finding his own. We moved him from left field, his secondary position to right field back to his normal position. And he's been playing pretty great defense or like average defense, which if you're hitting 991 OPS, geez, I just saw a crazy strike of lightning. Um, then you're, you're doing good out there. So I love Jesus. I've got some like signed rookie cards of his. I like, think he's a little bit of a goober it's miranda's favorite marlin my girlfriend so yeah i'm a big jesus sanchez fan shout out to jesus shout out jesus i like you said goober which is also a candy goober also a candy milk dud also a candy <laughs> listen he's been a real sweet tart if you know what i mean hey i don't know what you mean uh my famine of the week is uh <laughs> Uh, I, not to bring up the series or the game again but the espn yankees love i know that's always been a thing Dude, but it, it was, was wild on Sunday. Matt Vescurgeon and A-Rod, of course, A-Rod, even though he grew up a Mets fan, actually. Um, but, which, thank God, he's not anymore. But, uh, but yeah, so A-Rod just so heavy-handedly rooting for the Yankees. Barely talking about the Mets, even though their records are not that different, and they have about the same chances. The Yankees a little bit better, but not by much. Uh, what the hell, man? It's just like, they're just trying to set up, like, uh, dramatic storylines for yeah. the Yankees to succeed, Almost like certainly. just to be like, hey, "There's Aaron Judge's home run," just like trying to like like frame it before they get a big hit, and it's and just upsetting, just like frustrating. And it's like the Yankees are not—they're nowhere near these late '90s, early 2000s Yankees teams. They're just not. Yeah. So no. it's like they're good. They're a good team, and they have a lot of talented players in there. But it's like. Like you don't need to be like framing it like they're the greatest team because they're far from it. They're about eight better teams in the Yankees this year, at least. So I would say so. I would say so. Um, yeah, that always happens though. It's like the Cowboys, the Lakers, the Yankees, like, you know what they say? If the Cowboys season's going bad, don't worry, Cowboys fans. You still got the Lakers and the Yankees. What do you think of that joke? You like that? <laughs> I love that. How did that happen with the Cowboys? Because they haven't been good in a, since Troy Aikman years, right? So my, my theory, and I, I don't know enough about this to talk about it, but I will anyways, is that they were really good at a very influential time and like somehow got dubbed America's team. And so the cheerleaders, the cheerleaders, listen, if you got babes for cheerleaders, dude, it's all over. <laughs> um, and I think that I think like your dad was a Cowboys fan and then you became a Cowboys and then it just like kept expanding like that what do you think of that theory I like that theory a lot I think that's that's a very sound theory um, and you know what people love Jerry Jones <laughs> they love Jerry Jones did you, uh, you didn't enough. watch this hard knocks 
did I tell you this story already? Hard Knocks is like the documentary series that HBO yeah. does about one mm-hmm. football team and uh, every season. And there was a video of Jerry Knox. Jerry, God damn it. Jerry Knox. Jerry Hard Knox. <laughs> what? Is, oh, my God. Jerry, not Rice. Jerry Jones. Jerry yeah, Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry what Jones. What is my brain is melting out of my ears right now. Um, putting salt on his McGrill. Put it back in, dude. <laughs> Did you hear me? He was putting salt on his McGriddle on national television. Who does that? Who puts salt on McDonald's food? Just insane behavior. And he's like <laughs> 90. This dude is not croaked yet. He's doing... That's how he... Maybe it's one of those things that as he got older, he started to do... Um, he started to do something like that. Like, he's like, whatever, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to die soon anyways. Might as well start putting salt on my McDonald's. But, like, there's no way that even tastes good, dude. No way. Is there a bet on if Jerry Jones is going to be alive for the next Cowboys championship? No, but I'm sure you could find it if you look for it. And the answer has <laughs> got to be no, right? I don't know. I don't want to comment. I don't know anything about <laughs> NFL, but I'm just saying it's possible. I don't wish bad on the man whatsoever, but uh, just my, curiosity. My exists. famine, I'm keeping this train rolling. We are going to get an hour. My famine is um, the Phillies this last week, Brandon. Now we're going to tag some Phillies fans um, in our future future fan segment coming up. But the Phillies have been on a bit of a series losing streak. They've lost the last three series, and two of them should have been very winnable against the Rockies and the Marlins. Um, but they're still somehow second in the division. So Phillies fans, listen, if you if you can't get anybody on base for Bryce Harper, and that seems to be the situation, maybe you can at least start winning these series. So Yeah, Brandon, I think 25 of his 32 home runs have been solo home runs. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> That's not in a good way. Um, all right, Brandon, why don't you give us the upcoming series of the week? All right, we got the Braves playing the Rockies. Then they're going to go to San Francisco for, I don't know, maybe a future playoff uh, battle. Uh, Phillies playing the Cubs. Phillies are going to go to New York to play the Mets to play the 500 series. Who's going to end the season with 81 <laughs> wins? Uh, after, the Mets are playing the Cardinals right now, losing 3 nothing. And then, then uh, as we said, they'll be playing the Phillies. Marlins. As we know, playing oh. the Nationals, they won the first game 3 nothing, not on a no-hitter, but Sandy pitched very well. Uh, and then they'll be playing the Pittsburgh to play the 400-winning percentage series. Um, sorry, Sam. No, <laughs> and then, And then the Nationals, uh, after playing the Marlins, will be playing the Rockies to play another 400-winning percentage series. What, cool. What's your favorite series of that bunch? My favorite series... Hmm. I think my favorite series is the Braves Giants. I want to see how the Braves can play against like a, a like a big playoff team um, on the road, nonetheless, and see if they have what it takes. Uh, also, I think it's interesting to see what the Mets week is going to like. If the Mets, uh, I think they're losing to the Cardinals right now. But if they win the Cardinals series and then they beat the Pirate, like they sweep the Pirates, like or Phillies, Phillies. <clears throat> What? Oh, my God. I read Marlins. Nope, they're screwed. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just, I, I'm whatever. Something's going to happen this week with the Mets. It happens every week, so might as well watch it, right? <laughs> Let's take a bet. What's going to happen on that? Um, I'd say, uh, what's a good JD, one? J.D. Davis is, is going to uh, play golf and then break his wrist. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to be the, uh, yeah. the ridiculous thing that's yeah. going to happen? Yeah, like someone's going to slip in the shower again. Who was it that slipped in the shower and hurt themselves? Was that football or was that baseball? Uh, that wasn't that wasn't Mets. That okay. Wasn't um, I think what's going to happen is that this, <laughs> this is mean. I think Pete Alonso is going to have some deleted tweets dug up, Brandon. No, yeah. that's too dark. <laughs> I was hoping for like Jeff McNeil gets diary on the field or something. Uh, Come oh, on, no, that's pretty great. Um, I guess if we want to go a humor route. I could say uh, Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor kiss on the lips on the field. Oh, that's cute. I like that. That's not funny, Brandon, but it's it would be it would be. It's cute. I, I would yeah. like that. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Um, 
which would also bring the baseball world down. The first openly gay NFL player came out, and there was already some very questionable signs up in Las Vegas. Not oh, some great stuff. God, yeah, isn't so. isn't it? It's kind of surprising that Pretty Major League Baseball hasn't had too many LGBTQIA uh, plus uh, players. Honestly, it's been a little surprising because I know obviously the other Billy Bean. There's another Billy Bean that kind of paved the way for that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting how that haven't been. Uh, any to come out, but there's I, been I retired like basketball players, and then Carl yeah. Nassib is the is the Raiders player who came mm-hmm. out and is like yeah. still in the league and still playing well. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, so that's great. But yeah, baseball. I don't know, man. Baseball culture is so weird. That's the that's like sports culture is so weird. But baseball and football specifically seem like that's going to be. A, I mean, I guess football no, but like baseball is going to be a while until we get to that, right? Mm-hmm. Disappointedly, so hopefully well, not. Brandon, as as we hit the hour mark, I thought I'd bring the mood down a little bit. So sorry, bud. That's I think okay. baseball think baseball culture is a little bad i'll say it i think it's bad i think it's not great isn't sports culture though (laughs) i know i always get embarrassed when i tell people that i like sports i'm just like i promise i'm not the person you think i am it's funny (laughs) as you run into creative circles that is like yeah okay i like sports all right yeah what's wrong you become defensive about it yeah Yeah. and then (laughs) there's always some asshole that's like sports ball could never be sports ball did you just did did you watch the baseball team hit for a touchdown (laughs) i just don't know anything and then they're like, did you see Midsummer? It's a really interesting piece <laughs> on uh, relationships. Like, shut up. Ari Aster is the next greatest filmmaker. Um, <laughs> anyways, Brandon, before we get out of here, we do a new segment called Feature Future Fans, where we tag people in the podcast description, not the description, the Twitter, the tweet, and talk about them for a little bit on our podcast. And Brandon, our first one this week is none other than Jake Hancock, a man that lives in Germany, Brandon. When we were doing this uh, the, uh, beforehand, I was like, Brandon was like, who is this? And I was like, a Braves fan that I found that I think would like the podcast. And I didn't tell you that they were ger- at least living in Germany to expand our, our hold on the European baseball market, dude. We, we are, I think we're still 22nd in, in the UK baseball world, so... Let's be number one in the in the German baseball world is what I Listen, say. I think that's achievable. I think with Peter Pratt's help at UK Miami Marlins and then the UK Mets guy and all the, mm-hmm. the birds on – what's it? The birds? Oh, the uh, uh, birds with balls. Birds with balls, which is a, just yeah. an all-time great name. I can't great believe it. I blanked on that one. Um but yeah, I welcome to this welcome to the team, Jake Hancock. Das baseball, Jake. Das baseball, Jake. Also, Jake Hancock sounds like the most American name. Like he could have signed the Declaration of Independence with that name. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, we we also have a Mets fan, Brendan Isles, um, who's a fan of of Shea Station, uh, Jolly Olive. Uh, so yeah, as we are as well, who we had on the podcast uh, last week, or the week before, two um, weeks ago. Brendan, two if, weeks you, ago. if you want, if you want to tune into a podcast and you you think you liked what you've heard so far, if you've somehow made it to the full hour, my dude, go check out our interview with Jolly <laughs> God Olive. God bless from a you if you ago. did. Yeah, honestly. Uh, well, wait, is it two weeks ago now or is it three weeks ago now? Because this is the 25th episode. This is an unreleased episode. So I'm two thinking... weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Okay. okay. All right. Two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, go check that out, Brendan. And finally, this we're, we're going to tag the High Hopes Phillies podcast because I have high hopes that maybe we could get with some of them on the podcast. There's a couple hosts there. We got our boy James Seltzer and ja- Jack Fritz, sorry, um, who both I, – when I, when I Googled – Reddit best Phillies baseball podcast. This is what came up. So congratulations to the High Hopes podcast. Reddit loves you. So Fritz good job, and Seltzer, great names. Love these guys. God, we we're Gross and Clark. That just sounds like you're insulting me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's we're, we're part of the worst law firm. We are. We, we would be like on billboards in like the cities. Like, Did you get into an accident, <laughs> Gross and Clark? What city do you think a Gross and Clark law firm would would operate out of? Uh, definitely uh, Peoria, Illinois. That's a great one, Brandon. I knew you would come in clutch with a really good one. All right, Brandon. Now we're down to our 
emails and our podcast reviews. But Brandon, I got some bad news again, my friend. Do I want? Do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear the bad we news? We didn't get any reviews. We have no emails. I'm checking right now to see if we got a review. No review. Oh, I got to keep the folks hanging. But listen, if you want to leave a five five star Apple podcast review, we will read whatever you put on the podcast so long as it's not offensive. And if you send us an email with asking us any questions, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. We will, we will respond as well. That's nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Brandon, why don't you tag your cute little Twitter account? You can follow my cute little Twitter at Brando Grosso. And what's your cute little Twitter? My cute little Twitter is at NLFeastSam, and our collective cute Twitter is at NLFeast on Twitter. So make sure you follow us. Uh, I think that's it, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? We have a very special guest coming up. We have a, a <laughs> short episode uh, that will be released on Wednesday. We're very excited for this uh, interview uh, standalone episode uh, with a very, very important about a very important team in this division that we have not touched on enough I At all. Say. Definitely not enough. All right, Brandon. Now I can say it. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.